Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hey there, and thanks for joining me on my podcast, Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacy Garrett, and I've been in promotional product sales for over 20 years. I sell products that clients put their logo on to use as advertising or as gifts for their clients or employees. This is a competitive industry, but even with that, I've been able to be in the top sales professionals in my industry for several years. I'm really not trying to brag. I'm just trying to help you see that you can be successful in sales while staying your authentic self. I want to chat briefly today about the stories we make up in our head when we hear no answers from clients. The reason I know this happens is I'm guilty of doing it as well. And I hear and see other sales professionals and entrepreneurs talk about it on a regular basis. When a client says they aren't interested or they went a different route, we tend to make up a story about why they went a different route. The made up story in our heads can be anything from the price was too much, I didn't show them the best product, or my personal favorite is they don't like me. There are so many reasons people don't buy from us, but our made-up story is not necessarily the truth. Recently, I had a client I was helping to find a mask for their employees who are considered essential, and they asked for a particular sample. I sent the sample, and they said it was too small for their staff, and they decided to change directions, and they were going to do a neck buff, but it had to meet these very specific criteria. I looked everywhere and even each reached out to an online group of promotional products professionals to see if anyone had heard of it. I was at a loss. I couldn't find anything by these specifications. So I told the client and gave them an alternative that was not really what they wanted, but I felt like it was the closest they'd get to those specs. After several follow-ups, I was told that they had found a solution that will work. I was frustrated because I was sure they found the exact item that I couldn't find. I felt a little defeated that I had lost my touch for finding the hard to find. But instead of beating myself up with a made up story, you know what I did? I asked them what they came up with so that I would maybe see something that I wasn't able to find. Turns out they went with a locally made mask that was nowhere near what had been requested for me during any of our conversations. So if I hadn't asked, I would have beat myself up over something that wasn't really about me anyway. There was no way I would have been able to guess what they ended up getting was going to be what they wanted. So I felt relieved that this was just a matter of a change of heart. And that's okay. I can't do much about that, but follow up. And in this case, I was following up and asking more questions regularly to make sure I was looking for what they needed. Another common leap made by sales professionals and even entrepreneur friends of mine is that people don't buy from them because of price, because their price is too high. Well, I think that is sometimes the actual reason someone doesn't use you. It definitely isn't always. If you showed value for what you were offering, it's often less about the price as much as it is about the value of the product or service. I always try to ask my clients what their budget or expectations are on price, so that I'm showing items that will meet that criteria to try and help take that objection off the table. I have found in my business, there's always someone that is willing to do what they think I'm doing, but for cheaper. But in the end, there's value in knowing that things will be done on time, communication will be thorough, and the product will look 
fabulous. Or if for some terrible reason it isn't fabulous, they know I will be handling it immediately. That's really hard to put a price on. But having things messed up or not knowing what is going on is frustrating for a consumer. And that's where the value lies. Several years ago, I had a client ask me for a specific moleskin brand journal. They were very specific about what they wanted, and I was happy to help. I got them the information and a mock-up of how it would look, and then after a few times of following up, I found out they went with a cheaper option, not a moleskin at all. The only reason I found out about what they did is because I asked. If you haven't listened to my podcast called What If They Say Yes, you should check it out after this. The worst that can happen by asking why they didn't go with my option is they don't answer or I hear something I don't want to. But the story I make up about why is far worse than the truth can be. In this situation, I could have done more, I think. I could have also shown them one of my favorite knockoff moleskin type journals that's about half the price. And that way, they knew that I could do the higher end, but that I'm watching out for them. And if they want to save money, I can help with that also. Lesson learned, and now I think about when I'm offering something that's a little higher end to a customer. It is quite often that I get a request for Yeti tumblers, which I will happily help them with. But I want to make sure that they have other options just in case they really mean Yeti in a generic term, or in just in case the previous example happens and someone shows them an option for about half the price. About six years ago, I lost the largest customer I had ever had. I had helped them and seen them grow from a smaller startup to a larger, very well-respected tech company. I absolutely loved this company and the employees that worked there. One of the things they wanted for a service was a challenge in even the best of situations. So they decided to go out for bid in their program business. I felt like I nailed the bid and proposal because I really knew what they were wanting and the ways to grow that business. But I was also realistic with them in the presentation about the barriers to making it happen. In hindsight, I was very honest with them because that's who I am. But my guess is that the other presentations were not quite as honest and not necessarily because it was intentional, but maybe because they really didn't know what the ins and outs of the program they were trying to get was going to be. It was close, but I ended up losing out to another company. I was devastated. I definitely shed some tears over this loss. I realized that I wasn't shedding tears over the loss of the company as a customer because they were really hard to work with because of ever-changing teams, expectations that were bigger than their budget, and some other frustrations. I was sad because I cared about all of them and I felt like they were saying, we don't care about you and that's why we didn't choose you. After I got some hugs from coworkers, okay, don't cringe here. This was years ago before COVID hit. After those hugs, I reached out and asked why I didn't get the business. You know what they said? It wasn't at all because they didn't care about me. It was because the other company that was, they got the bid was offering to do all of the technology for free. And they really liked that price. So it was about price in this situation. And I'm not willing to do it for free. So I guess I wouldn't change anything about that. The client ended up switching again about two years later, and my guess is that it's hard to do something for free and still give the high level of service that the customer expected. It's okay if you're making up stories about why you don't get certain business, as long as you don't want to use that information to improve. For me, I tend to assume the reasons are related to things I see as potential weaknesses, but for some people, they may say that 
they didn't use me because they didn't know what they were doing or somehow put the blame outwardly. I don't think either is healthy and personally feel like the truth very much helps you be better at selling and helps you stop making up stories that maybe aren't accurate. I've definitely not purchased from someone because I didn't like them, but that is if all things are equal. I've also not purchased because I didn't think the price was what it needed to be based on the budget. But these situations vary as much as the products I'm buying. The moral of the story is don't make up a story. Just ask. You never know. You might learn something by asking. I appreciate you joining me. I hope this podcast was interesting. Let's connect. You can find me on LinkedIn as Stacy Garrett 29. That's S-T-A-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T, the number 29. Or on my podcast page on LinkedIn and Facebook by looking up sales, not selling. Hey, don't forget to press the subscribe button to get this podcast direct to your podcast listening device as new episodes are created. I'm always open to suggestions and discussions about the podcast or other topics you want to explore here. Have a wonderful day and keep on being the best you.